0: 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Our Middle East reporter is Ron Ross and he's joining me on the phone for another week. Welcome back, Ron. Hi, Tracy. Well, Israel has declared that the Russian plan to sell missiles to Iran is showing the dangers in lifting the sanctions on Iran right now. That's causing a lot of controversy, this deal, isn't it?
1: Uh, it certainly is. It's, uh, it's going to be a, a, a real uh, volcanic eruption, I think, by the end of the week. We've got a situation in the United States where something like 12 state government or legislators are applying more sanctions to Iran, uh, despite the uh, situation with the Obama administration. And, of course, we've got Benjamin Netanyahu, who, who is extremely concerned Uh, that Vladimir Putin has confirmed uh, he'll be selling S-300 anti-missile systems to Iran as soon as the sanctions are lifted. The uh, Strategic Affairs Minister in Israel, Yuval Steinitz, said yesterday instead of demanding that Iran desist from the terrorist activity that it is carrying out in the Middle East and throughout the world it is being allowed to arm itself with advanced weapons that will only increase its aggression Uh, and of course that's the concern that we all have US Secretary of State John Kerry spoke by telephone with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov yesterday to express his personal concern about the shipment of the missiles u.s state department spokeswoman marie huff told reporters in washington it's not constructive at this time for russia to move forward with this and i'm wondering if the obama administration have got some impact of what their decision uh, or their agreement with iran will finally achieve once these sanctions are finally lifted how many others will begin to do business with Iran and help them become more aggressively equipped?
0: Well, Vladimir putins he's announced those sanctions are lifted, so it seems like it's all but done, doesn't it? Uh,
1: that's, the Russian one seems to be a done deal. And uh, John Kerry has gone running to Capitol Hill in Washington, uh, pleading with the politicians there to hold their fire until they see a final deal. Uh, He's concerned, and so is Obama, uh, that any uh, aggression by the congressman will indicate to Iran that it's not uh, a very popular deal being arranged. And, of course, ultimately, uh, any arrangement with Iran uh, should be confirmed by the United States Congress, and that's causing some concern as well. Opponents of the deal say they don't know the exact details. Because both sides, Iran and the United States, are giving different interpretations. Among their concerns of the guidelines for inspecting Iran's nuclear sites and when the sanctions will indeed be lifted. Iran saying they have to be lifted immediately, and. Uh, Uh, That's causing great concern, not only just with the US Congress, but around the world.
0: Well, that's right. And Benjamin Netanyahu hasn't been quiet about the whole situation, has he? It was only yesterday that he was saying again what a danger this is for the future of Israel.
1: I think he'll keep saying it until some decision reached that will quell the deal altogether. Uh, The existence of Israel is a big concern. And there were indications even this week uh, that... uh, the Israeli government is preparing to deal with the Iranian situation on their own if they have to. And, of course, that's been part of their history. All
0: right. Let's talk about this situation with the Islamic State now. There's talk that they are demanding a rather large ransom, if you like, for the return of captive Christian prisoners.
1: Yes. The report is that the Islamic State group has set a demand of $30 million, and I guess that's U.S. dollars. Ransom for the release of hundreds of Christian hostages held in their captivity in Syria. The terrorist organization is demanding up to 100,000 per individual, according to a report uh, this weekend. The group captured between 250 to 300 Christians on February the 23rd in the northern Hasaka province of Syria, an area native to the country's Christian population. The demands came during ongoing talks between the Assyrian leadership and ISIS fighters. The third-party Syrian Sunni Muslims are reportedly brokering the talks between the two sides. A total of 23 hostages have been released to date. Reports further indicate that ISIS is using these Christians as human shields in military confrontations.
0: It is a no-win situation, isn't it? Because there is no way that there's going to be any money passing hands here from the US in return for those Christian captives because they they would then be funding terrorism effectively. So th- this is really a no-win situation
1: a devastating decision for those prisoners.
0: All right. Now, there's a support group in Israel that's helping out with the victims of the Kenyan attack that took place recently.
1: And we need to just consider for a moment how well-equipped Israel is dealing with problems of grief and, uh, and comfort. Uh, they've had to deal with tragedies right throughout their history And following the horrific massacre by the radical Muslim terror group Al-Shabaab, which killed over 150 Christian students in Kenya, the Israeli relief group Israel Aid is helping Kenyan government officials deal with the tragedy. Israel Aid is currently holding discussions with Kenyan government counterparts, as well as with the local Kenyan Red Cross and UN officials, in hopes of creating a grief and disaster management plan for the government, modelled off the Israel uh, uh, wisdom and circumstances that they've created through the years. They said, We're basing it on the Israeli model, the founding director of Israel Aid, Zaka Zahafi, told the Jerusalem Post. He said, Israel Aid's focus would be to provide post trauma training and treatment to help the affected community and service providers cope with their grief. Just interesting to see that in the middle of all kinds of chaos, Israel still has a very uh, humanitarian approach to uh, the situations people are facing.
0: Oh, absolutely. And that's key, isn't it? The trauma counselling, because the grief is just one side of it. The trauma that goes with everything that they've seen and been through is completely different.
1: Yeah, we, we have seen situations in Israel ourselves... Uh, where the families of uh, children who have been wounded in in all kinds of bombing raids have been counseled and cared for by Israeli counterparts in the medical profession and their wisdom... I had a friend of mine in uh, Bridges for Peace who was traumatised when a bomb exploded uh, near his bus and I know that for six months he received amazing aftercare by the Israeli officials.
0: Thanks, Ron Ross, our Middle East correspondent. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Tracy. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.